Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to Sports Nothing But Sports with Ken Sterling. Might have to find another name for this podcast at some point because I don't think that's going to work moving forward, at least in the short term. This is Thursday, March 12, 2020, a day we're going to remember, brought to you by the great people at today's dentistry, Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist that there is. You got a lot of time on your hands. Right, you were going to spend this weekend watching basketball, next week watching basketball. We had a lot of plans that were sports-oriented, and they have all been changed. Uh, So call today's dentistry. Take good care of your teeth during this hiatus from sports, most sports, 317-849-2933. The PGA Tour is going to continue. They're just going to do it without fans, but they'll still be on TV. NASCAR, they're going to race but not with fans in the stands. They'll still be on TV. But as of this moment, we have no word on the NCAA tournament, although I cannot imagine it's going to move forward. Schools and conferences are ending athletic activities or suspending them. And, and so what are, what are teams supposed to do? Who would have gone to the NCAA tournament? How do you ramp that back up quickly enough to accommodate NCAA tournament games this Tuesday or Wednesday? You just can't. So it's only a matter of time before the NCAA determines that it's time to pull the plug and say, okay, we're not going to have a tournament or that it's going to be postponed. I don't know how you postpone it. I think that's kind of a tough putt. You've got to make some changes to other parts of the calendar, and all those parts fitting together are going to be very difficult to maintain. So I am not optimistic about the NCAA tournament, but you never know. I'm not going to be dour about it. Uh, Major League Baseball, they have suspended operations. The NHL has suspended its season. Uh, Schools, like I said, Duke is one of them. Kansas, another one. The Pac-12 has suspended athletic uh, operations, and so uh, that list will grow by the day. This is kind of like a snow emergency, right? It's like getting nine inches of snow in central Indiana, and everybody closes. And and they close over time. The one thing that hasn't, hasn't canceled yet, hasn't postponed, 
is the Indiana High School Basketball Tournament. That, Bobby Cox, the commissioner of the IHSAA, he had a press conference at noon today, which seems like about three weeks ago, to tell you the truth right now, given all the tumult and chaos on the sports calendar that we've experienced over the last couple of hours. He said that they're going to play. They're just not going to have uh, fans other than immediate family members that are going to try to make sure that all the games are streamed so that people can enjoy them. But as of right now, they plan on playing. And that's about it. Other than that, people have canceled virtually everything. Uh, The media is scrambling for programming. I've been a part of this before. You know, when 9-11 happened, we had a similar situation, although it happened immediately. You know, like it happened one morning and the world changed. It was like, ding, a bell rang, and things changed and pivoted, and we needed to adjust immediately. Um, With this, you kind of saw the ramp up, right? And so even irresponsible managers of radio stations and TV networks, they've been having meetings ongoing for the last few weeks at the minimum to try to figure out exactly what they're going to do with their programming. And the way these meetings work, and I've been in a million of these meetings, whether it's for events or uh, programming, right, is that you get together and you decide what the worst case scenario is. You put that on the board and you build to that. And then once you've got that done, whatever happens that's short of that, you can kind of edit as you go and and strip steps out of the worst-case scenario plan. And there you've got what's going to work for you. And 98% of the time, maybe 90% of the time, all those meetings are a waste of time because the worst-case scenario doesn't come to pass. And some of these issues... Sometimes when you deal with these things, like we, we had meetings with the, uh, the people at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, lots of meetings, because WIBC was going to be that communication uh, point for fans. They were going to be driven to their radios, listen to WIBC for emergency weather plans. Those emergency weather uh, uh, moments never occurred. So we had the plan in place, and we worked hard at putting the plan together. It just never came to pass, thank God, right? You never want the worst to happen, but you sure as hell want to be prepared for it. So the Big Ten Network, the SEC Network, the ACC Network, ESPN, all the ESPN family of networks, Fox Sports 1, Fox Sports 2, all the local sports talk radio stations around the country who are rights holders for the NBA, for the NHL, for college basketball, uh, teams, they're scrambling trying to figure out exactly what they're going to do during those windows that they had created to accommodate play-by-play broadcasts. And that can be, kind of, there's some trials and tribulations associated with that and how things have changed in the last 24 hours. I, I think it was yesterday, maybe it was the day before, that the Ivy League announced that they were canceling their conference basketball tournament and people were scratching their heads saying, what? Why, why are they overreacting like this? Well, it doesn't seem like an overreaction now, does it? Last night, when news broke of Rudy Gobert, and we were all at the Big Ten tournament at that point, and I, I think we were watching Minnesota and, and Northwestern, found out that Rudy Gobert had tested positive for the coronavirus. You know, we kind of looked at each other and we were like, uh-oh, here it goes. And sure enough, within not, uh, not a very long period of time, uh, the NBA announced that they were going to suspend operations and there would be no more games. And this was coming uh, just hours after learning that they were going to play in empty arenas, 
with just support staff, players, coaches, that kind of thing, and and the technicians necessary to run broadcasts, right? So, like, things changed and changed again. We had fans last night, not 24 hours ago, we had fans in the arena at the Big Ten champion, Big Ten tournament for Indiana and, uh, and Nebraska. Fred Hoiberg got sick, had to leave the bench, go to the locker room. They took him to a hospital. They found subsequent to that that he had influenza A, which is like the common cold. He didn't have the coronavirus, which was a really good thing, but that kind of spooked people. And all of a sudden, decisions were being made, like last night, no more fans in the arena, and then no event whatsoever today at about 11.40 in the morning. I had uh, I was on my way down to Banker's Life Field House for today's play in the Big Ten tournament, and I realized that I forgot my credential. So I, I was about halfway here, and I hung a U, got back on I-70, and uh, on my way home, right before I got home, there came the announcement that the, uh, the Big Ten tournament had been canceled. And so my forgetfulness finally pays off, and it saved me about a half an hour of getting down there, paying for parking, walking into the arena, all of that stuff, before I was, would have finally been told, yeah, we're not going to have basketball today. So that saved me some time. I kind of like that. That's okay. That my forgetfulness finally paid off. But for networks, for radio stations, for local TV outlets like the, uh, the, the Fox regional sports networks, boy, is this a massive pain in the ass. And it's going to get worse before it gets better, not in terms of things being suspended or, or events being canceled. But this coronavirus outbreak, according to officials, is going to get worse before it gets better, which brings me to my next point. If you don't know what the hell you're talking about, about epidemiology, which is a study of infections, all right, if you don't know how the coronavirus spreads, shut up. If you're Charles Barkley and you're asked your opinion about the coronavirus, say, I don't know anything about the coronavirus. I am a former basketball player who is now a pundit on basketball-related television programming. I don't know anything about the coronavirus or how we should respond to its outbreak in the United States. All right? If you're Brian Windhorst and you're on Get Up like he was this morning, and you are tempted to say, get on the right side of history, as he said this morning, remember who you are. You're a sports reporter. You report about basketball. You have a relationship with LeBron James, or you did, that turned into a position with ESPN, and so now you're on get-up, and you think because you're in front of a microphone what you say is important, and it is not, because you don't know what the hell you're talking about. If you're right, you're just lucky you were right. If you're wrong, you know, you're unlucky that you were wrong. You have no more knowledge about the coronavirus or epidemiology than I do or anybody else watching. All right? You watch a half an hour of CNN and you think you know what the hell you're talking about. That's not the way the world works, pal. So just shut up and move on talking about basketball. We don't need your expertise, your thin expertise about what you believe is to be the right response by the NBA or the NCAA 
or anybody else. Another issue for radio stations in particular is that there are quarantines. This is true for TV, too, and print as well. If there's a quarantine, like Italy's just flat out closed in most areas. China, a lot of areas have been closed. Nobody's allowed to leave, right? Nobody's allowed to leave their home. If you come in contact with somebody that has coronavirus, you should self-quarantine, right? But you've got to continue to work. Well, how do you do that? With radio, that requires a plan. It requires equipment, the deployment of equipment. Thankfully, the equipment isn't too expensive these days. But that is a box that needs to be checked in a disaster meeting, right? You've got to figure out what you're going to do. And while we're all up in arms about how this affects the sporting world because the sports media is knee-deep in it and and it's of a, a critical concern to us in sports media, This is critically important and requires an adjustment for literally everybody in the country. Somehow or another, all of us are going to be impacted economically by what this coronavirus does. And and our fear that it's going to spread untethered, and they say worst-case scenario, this is the former head of the CDC, says the worst-case scenario is half of Americans are infected and over a million die. That is really, really unlikely, but that's the worst-case scenario. To this point, not so many have died, and virtually everybody who's died has been somehow, uh, their immune system has been challenged in some way, shape, or form. That doesn't mitigate the danger. It doesn't mean that we shouldn't respect the danger and that we shouldn't take good care of each other, but what it does mean is that you know somewhere between the worst-case scenario and normal That's going to become the new normal for a while, and we just need to adjust. Uh, Golf-wise, the Players' Championship is being contested down in Ponte Vedra, Florida, and uh, that'll that'll continue through the weekend. There won't be fans there after today. There are fans there right now as golf is being played at uh, at Sawgrass, a beautiful track that the late Pete Dye laid out and that people have enjoyed for decades since the greatest golf architect i think in the history of golf architecture and uh sadly lost him not too long ago we're gonna have to find other stuff to do right we're gonna have to find other stuff to talk about we're not going to be able to talk about games we're not going to be able to talk about uh you know what is upcoming for the pacers or indiana or purdue or butler we're not going to be able to do any of that stuff, and, and we're going to miss it for a while. But then we're going to realize, you know what, maybe it wasn't all that important in the first place. And then when it resumes, it's going to be all right. Two, two weeks from today was supposed to be opening day for Major League Baseball, at least for the Chicago Cubs. And it looks like that's not going to happen. So this is going to require really smart people sitting in a room developing contingency plans, and hopefully they've already done it. Uh, as for Indiana... And their basketball team, would they have made the NCAA tournament? I don't know whether they're going to have selection Sunday or not. We may never know whether Indiana was going to make the tournament. We do know that via Ken Palm, their ratings went up last night. They went from 36th to 34th in the country by virtue of their 25-point win over the Nebraska Cornhusters, who were really challenged last night defensively. Uh, I've seen a lot of bad defense in college basketball in my lifetime, but last night, that was uh, for a Big Ten school, right? That was about as bad as defensive basketball gets. So would 
Devontae Green and Deron Davis have played in the NCAA tournament. Will they play in the NCAA tournament? Will Indiana finally get a bid? What about Purdue? We've got to think their only path was to win three games in the Big Ten tournament, and that's not going to happen. So you've got to think they're on the outside looking in. Obviously an NIT invite at best. Butler, no chance to improve uh, their seating or hurt their seating by playing Providence this afternoon. That game, as I'm talking, would be about to tip. So it, it's sports, nothing but sports, but we're going to have to figure out something else. You know what you're going to hear? It, it, this is the way it works in Indianapolis for people who don't know. In Indianapolis, during the NFL season, we got a lot to talk about. During college basketball season, the NBA season, we got a lot to talk about. The month of May, we're talking about the Indianapolis Motor Speedway and the Indy 500. But in June and the front half of July, Man, it's a lot of Mount Rushmores, and it's a lot of top 10 lists, and it's a lot of banter about other stuff. And I think very, very quickly, uh, we are going to move into that mode in Indianapolis and away from, thank goodness. And and great for Dan Dockich, by the way. I listened to part of Dan Dockich's show today. Dan understands what he doesn't know. Here, here it, smart people know stuff. Really smart people, they know stuff, and they know what they don't know. And Dan Dockich today on his radio show, he knew what he didn't know, and he didn't try to opine about what he thought should happen based upon his knowledge of the coronavirus. And, and that's, this is when you learn to trust people, and you learn not to trust people. Who to trust, who not to trust. Those you, to trust are the people who say, man, I don't know. The people you can't trust are the people who pretend to know stuff that they don't. Brad Stevens the other day at Bankers Life Fieldhouse. This was the last game that the Pacers played, last game that the Celtics played. In the pregame shoot-around and the media availability that preceded it. When asked about the coronavirus, here's what Brad said. He said, turns out we're not all that qualified to talk about medical situations. Best answer I've ever heard. By a coach. Coaches always try to let you know how much they know. Here's Brad Stevens, who was calm enough and confident enough to be able to tell us what he didn't know. And he doesn't know that he's not Dr. Brad Stevens, for God's sake. What do you think of the coronavirus? To basketball coaches, for God's sake. What the hell kind of a crazy question is that? Brad answered it perfectly. I thought Dan addressed it perfectly today during his radio show. Good for him. Sports media people. Take a lesson from these guys. Don't step out of your depth talking about things about which you know nothing. Please don't do that because what it does is it shows people listening that you can't be trusted and nobody wants that, right? All right, you know what? We're still doing Breakfast with Kent, right? 8 o'clock in the morning tomorrow on Facebook Live and then 8.15 on Twitter and on Periscope at about 8.30 on YouTube TV. We do it thrice. It's a show so nice, right? And then tomorrow afternoon, Harry's going to ask me questions on sports, nothing but sports. We're rolling. I'm not stopping talking about sports just because we got the coronavirus. That's not what we're going to do. We continue with programming, by God. We are not going to pivot. We're not going to become like some political talk extravaganza. What the hell do I know about politics, for God's sake? I'll stay where I know stuff, and that's in the world of sports. Join me tomorrow morning, 8 o'clock. Clock brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.